your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. On this episode, Pete DeBoer managing goalies, Mark Stone steps up his game, and weekend previews against the Flyers and the Wild. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco. You can follow us at Locked On VGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. Hear my show, Saturday Sports Beat, each week at 8 a.m. on 98.5 The Fan Las Vegas and on the Odyssey app. And you can also hear me as a contributor on 11.40 a.m. The Bet. I am doing my annual Dasco sweater drive at Foundation Room Mandalay Bay on Friday night. Free admission to the House of Blues Foundation Room Friday night starting at 10 p.m. with a sweater donation for the homeless. We heard the roar, and I wasn't sure at first if the fans at T-Mobile Arena were cheering for Pete DeBoer or for the departure of Robin Leonard when DeBoer pulled Leonard after he gave up those three straight power play goals to Dallas on Wednesday night. DeBoer is not known for pulling goalies. Fans might have had issues with Leonard after being spoiled by the artistry of Marc-Andre Fleury, who was traded to the Blackhawks in the offseason. And a lot of fans are probably still trying to figure out if Leonard is the goaltender that puts this team over the top. It had to be a gut feeling for DeBoer that he had when he pulled Leonard to the shock of a lot of fans. Shocking perhaps, too, because this is your number one goalie. Were they cheering because DeBoer, who rides and dies with his starting goalie, finally pulled a goaltender? Or were those anti-Leonard fans who were happy that he was pulled that he was gone? I feel it was more of the latter. I don't believe DeBoer was trying to send a message, more like he noticed that something was not right. Maybe it was the first goal that Leonard did not see because he was screened out. If DeBoer could have pulled the entire penalty kill team, would he have? They are also so much to blame. All I know is that there was a ton of traffic in front of the net on at least two goals, and the third was on a deflection. If we didn't know there were anti-Panda fans, we know now. DeBoer does not pull goalies as a rule. It probably cost him his job in San Jose. How many times did VGK have to pummel Martin Jones of the Sharks before DeBoer would take him out of the game? It seemed like it would take an eternity until DeBoer pulled Jones, probably one of the factors that got DeBoer fired, ultimately in San Jose. While he doesn't like to go to the bullpen often, the greater issue DeBoer has had with goalies is who he should start in net. With VGK, I can remember when DeBoer started Leonard over Fleury, the starting goalie, in Game 1 against the Avalanche and the Golden Knights lost to Colorado 7-1. It was Leonard's first appearance in, what, three weeks? And it was a surprise when DeBoer announced that Leonard would start over Fleury, who had played really well in the first round of the playoffs against Minnesota. And then also he started Leonard in the final game of the Montreal series instead of Fleury again. Or the time in New Jersey when DeBoer started an aging Martin Brodeur over Corey Schneider in the outdoor game after DeBoer defended Brodeur, who promptly went out and lost in a 7-3 final. That was the same season that Schneider had given up less than two goals a game and Brodeur around three, and DeBoer was sticking with Brodeur, who started 39 games that season, and Schneider 45. Has goaltending really been a strong suit, coaching-wise, for Peter DeBoer? In San Jose, DeBoer's goalies were subpar when the team went to the playoffs. 
He said at the time, you can't go to the playoffs with an 800 or 900 save percentage, but those were the save percentages of his goaltenders. They went to the playoffs anyway. And here in Las Vegas, Robin Leonard's current save percentage this season is a shade over 900 at 906, and he's given up three goals a game. And I am also wondering if it has shaken Leonard's confidence at all to get pulled from a game at a time when he and VGK typically turn it on. As we have mentioned on the show recently, I am very curious to see how Peter DeBoer handles the upcoming stretch for the Golden Knights. He needs to pull off a balancing act of sorts. He needs to give Leonard rest. He needs to have Brassois, who's been pretty solid in that, get more repetitions. If Brassois surpasses Leonard and gets hot, does DeBoer play him more regularly? I am looking for Brassois to start against Philly and Leonard against Minnesota on Sunday. For the most part, Brassois is getting easier opponents now. I did like DeBoer's move to pull Leonard on Wednesday, again, only because he did it based on feel and not on analytics, as I said yesterday. There's just too much that goes into analytics today, and no matter what, DeBoer would have played it the right way, either getting blown out entirely if Brassois couldn't hold them down, or the comeback, which made DeBoer look like he made the right move. I would probably myself platoon the goalies on next week's road trip. Leonard with a day's rest against the Bruins in Boston. Brassois versus the Devils. Leonard against the Rangers. And Brassois against the Islanders, the former team of Robin Leonard. And then we'll have VGK returning home. So then you have Leonard fresh and he will face the Lightning. That's how I would play it. Leonard getting yanked on Wednesday night could have messed up this rotation some. But Brassois didn't have a rough time of things in net. And no, not everything has been Leonard's fault this season. There's been those odd man rushes and the breakaways and all of that. I hope that there isn't a goalie controversy like we've seen in the past right here that would divide the fan base. While we are speaking of goalies, congratulations to former Vegas Golden Knight Marc-Andre Fleury on win number 500 as well as his 69th career shutout. Up next, VGK turns to stone. Stay tuned, you're listening to Locked On Golden Knights. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I believe it tastes even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Different flavors all covered in chocolate. Taste so good you won't believe that they are filled with protein. Built Bar gives you the extra fuel to bust down those mall doors and all those battles with the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you something extra to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or in your purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Go to Built.com and receive 15% off your order today. Use your promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15 on Built.com. I'll never forget the New York Knicks dance socks that I received for Christmas a couple of years ago. I've been a fan of the Knickerbockers since I was a kid, and the stance socks I received are made very well, super soft, and entirely unique. Stance apparel is fun to wear, and I'm looking forward to getting more for myself and to gift to others. 
I've been hearing a lot about Stance Apparel lately, especially since they have a new line of active apparel that just launched. People always like to have the hot products, right? And Stance has the most attractive socks, underwear, and apparel. I can't believe that Stance Apparel is really that soft and comfortable. My perception of Stance has changed when I finally got those Stance socks as a present. They look good, they're really soft, they're really comfortable, and it's holiday gifting time and Stance is the coolest gift that you could give. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at Stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and the comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. It is free and available on all platforms. I just remember after Wednesday's game against the Dallas Stars, Max Pacioretty was talking about the opportunistic Golden Knights, how Tyler Sagan missed an empty net, and how Michael Amadio of EGK's fourth line scored to make it just a one-goal game at 4-3. to three. If Sagan hits the net, would have been game over, would have given Dallas a three-goal lead in the third period and probably produced an L for VGK. Pacioretty said that Mark Stone told his teammates that that was the break they were looking for. And Stone himself scored the equalizing goal and got the helper on Pacioretty's game winner, a rebound off of Stone's stick. So the Golden Knights did capitalize on that mistake by the Dallas Stars. And Stone has slowly been making his way back from injury, the one that he suffered against the Kings, the non-contact injury. He went down on his own in the October the 14th loss. And Pacioretty went down too. And VGK was playing with a makeshift top line every night, one that held its own. But man, now Stone is back and it seems in a big way. You couldn't blame Stone for his big celebration after scoring his first goal of the season just 19 seconds into the second period. Stone said prior to that, the last time that he scored on a goaltender was in Game 5 of the series against the Avalanche last season. He knew the Golden Knights had dominated in the 5-on-5 against the Dallas Stars, but they could not score on the power play, and they let up those big three goals on the penalty kill. And Stone said the Golden Knights would have blamed special teams if they had lost. Remember I asked a few weeks ago who the leader of this team would be with the departure of Fleury? Well, Stone has taken a more active role. He is stepping up as the team leader. Stone has led the Golden Knights to a record of 7-4 and four since his return November the 13th. I could just tell he was going to break through soon. He was getting so close. He seems to pick the biggest stage. His three-point night actually matches his best output of the season. You may remember he had the three assists in the opening night win over the Kraken and his only goal coming into the Dallas game was the empty netter against Nashville, which sealed that 5-2 win on the road. Stone's point streak has now reached six games, six straight games. I could still hear him talking about his frustration of not scoring a goal a couple of weeks ago, but now he appears to have found his stride, and that's not good for opponents, especially in the Pacific Division. Stone is used to being the go-to guy, but he also is a competitor and a team player. Stone was the MVP, remember, of the Canadian team at the World Championship. He leads, but sometimes not so vocal, but with his work ethic. The last goal that Stone scored, I believe, was that breakaway goal in overtime against Colorado, and that gave VGK 
a 3-2 series lead in the second round. And I just remember Peter DeBoer calling it vintage Mark Stone. Well, Wednesday night, we saw vintage Mark Stone once again. I didn't realize until recently that Stone went unnoticed by scouts and coaches. He was selected 178th and in the sixth round by Ottawa in the 2010 entry draft. He faced such long odds to make it into the league. He's one of the league's top two-way players today. Corey Clouston, the head coach of the Senators, once said that Stone was an intelligent player. We have seen that here. He led the league in takeaways in 2019. That's when he was nominated for the Selkie as the best defensive forward. think he got jobs, should have won it. It seems like Stone scores more goals because of his huge celebrations, but his career best was 33 goals in the 18-19 season. That's the season that he was traded from Ottawa to Las Vegas. The fact that the Golden Knights are now rolling with four lines is advantageous to his top line because a lot of the attention now is being divided by opponents, and the Golden Knights now have their depth back. Could you even imagine what this team could be with Jack Eichel when he returns? The top line could be Stone, Pacioretty, and Eichel. I know it's a dream line. That's a scary line. Does Chandler Stevenson move to the third line? Does William Carlson move down to the third? DeBoer will, I guess, play whoever has the hot hand. Coming up next, a look at this weekend's opponents as VGK closes out its homestand. You're listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON in all caps, LOCKED ON in all caps to receive your bonus. Bet Online has NHL lines. Pro and college hoops, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available during the 2021 season. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome back, and thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. A couple of games for VGK this weekend at the Fortress before they hit the road. They will host the Flyers who come in with a 10-game losing streak, and that should be a good primer for the Sunday game against the rival Minnesota Wild. The Wild currently have the most points in the National Hockey League. They also have an 8-game win streak. The Flyers, meanwhile, are a hot mess. VGK needs to press Philly on both ends of the ice. They replaced Elaine Vigneault this week with Mike Yao. The interim head coach has to wonder what he got himself into. The Flyers had a decent opener with Yao. They showed some progress. Then they took several steps back against New Jersey. While the Flyers are having difficulty scoring, VGK could just forecheck themselves into a lot of chances against Philadelphia. That defense that turns the puck over a lot and has had several breakdowns defensively. It's a good thing Vigneault is gone because players said that he was arrogant, didn't communicate well, and the Flyers' losing streak began back on November the 18th with a shootout loss to the Lightning. Maybe the Flyers will save themselves for Saturday's big futility showdown coming up in Phoenix against the Coyotes. Claude Giroux is the team's leading scorer. He's the only player that has more than 20 points for Philadelphia. Players like Sean Couturier have scored against VGK in the past. These teams are just 3-3 in the series. The Flyers have won two games here in Las Vegas. The Golden Knights should not look ahead to Sunday's game against the Wild. We have seen some great matchups between Minnesota and Vegas. The Golden Knights defeated the Wild in the playoffs. 
four games to three. The Wild play in Los Angeles before they come to Las Vegas, and they come off of a win in San Jose. In breaking down the game, I could see that VGK in Minnesota could be a battle of the five-on-five. That's what it could boil down to. Both teams are not very good on the power play. However, we saw where Joel Erickson X scored a power play goal against San Jose, and as did Jordan Greenway, who scored with the man advantage. And that could not be some good news for VGK, which led up those three power play goals in the Dallas game this week. Kevin Fiala, who has also been a thorn in the VGK side, broke a seven-game scoreless streak in San Jose, and also watch out for Kirill Kaprizov. He had a very slow start, but now he has a seven-game point streak, and Matt Zuccarello has scored in four straight. The Wild are at the top of the NHL standings for the first time in a decade. The Wild have won eight straight. They have scored points in nine straight games. And I look forward to the Cam Talbot versus Robin Leonard game on Sunday night especially. Should be electric. Looking forward to that game. BGK's win streak is at three. They could extend it to five straight this weekend before they head out of town. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen every day. Coming up on Monday's show, a recap of the weekend games, and we'll also look ahead at the icy road trip. Now make your second listen, Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is free and available on all platforms. We thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you back here again Monday on Lockdown Golden Knights.